We watched American Underdog, and we're going to get into it this week on Dropping Sunday. Welcome to Dropping Sunday. I'm one of your hosts, Seth. And I am your other host, Andrea. If this is your first time around here, welcome. Just a couple of notes. We're not here to get you saved. We're also not here to tick you off, although either of those things could happen. And if they do, we want to know about it. Yes, this is a podcast by Christians for Christians, but you don't need to believe to belong. You can join the conversation at Dropping Sunday on all the things. Hey, Andrea, how's your heart? My heart's great. Everything's with really weird question marks i mean what's happening right now i don't know but it kind of feels appropriate (laughs) (laughs) are you okay you know it was a rough week it was a rough week yeah yeah it was it was a rough week because um i just ice you know ice everywhere and and it just kind of changed my whole week and i had i had a plan the second half of the week was, it was rough, rough for you. It was, it was a rough, uh, it was a rough second half of the week. But uh, I will say that we are uh, we're into the next week. Yes. And uh, this coming Sunday, by by the time you're hearing this, mm-hmm. this coming Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. And, and that's always a fun time. Mm-hmm. Um, we we typically enjoy those. We've done uh, Fellowship of Christian Athletes Football mm-hmm. Edition. Yeah. We've talked about um, <laughs> halftime. Debacles. We have. I, what, I think we called it the Gaff Time Show at Gaff one point. Gaff Time Show, yeah. Uh, yeah that's but good. That's uh, good. but this year we have something that's right on theme, right on track, exactly on theme, and that is American Underdog, the Kurt Warner story. Yes. And I've been excited about this movie for a long time. I know we were going to do it at the end of 2021, yeah. right? Because we were going to go see it in theaters, right? And then you know. Omarion. Omarion showed up <laughs> and it wasn't, it didn't do a very long theater run. No. For one thing. No. And so we, we didn't get around to it. No. So. <laughs> Sorry. Just, you know, that's the way it happens sometimes. But it worked out because now. Yeah. It's on, get, Am- it's on Amazon Prime. It's on Amazon Prime. Um, you can pay $20 for it. Like we did. And we now own the, we now own this movie. I was like, are you kidding me right now yeah and we didn't really plan it out well enough to be like i would just buy it and then like put it on like you could just log in right no we didn't think that or way. vice versa right uh but we didn't think that way no, no. so now we both own this we movie. both own the movie which i'm not mad about okay i mean listen yeah did i want to spend 20 dollars on the kurt warner 100 no warner movie today was not in my plan right <laughs> but you know but you know yeah if we haven't mentioned it before, this show only costs us money. A lot of money. I, the the best thing about the show costing us money is that I write it off on the taxes. So, um, couldn't they have put this movie on Pure Flix? Oh, it will be on Pure Flix one day at some point, right? David David A R Whitey McWhite White will definitely get rights to this. Except here's the problem: it's not a Kendrick Brothers movie. No, it's an Irwin Brothers movie, and so there's a little bit of a battle there that's yeah. going. There are some differences. There are some differences. <laughs> They're very big differences. I've got some notes here. Okay. Very good. Very good. So um, let's just talk about the movie. Okay. Let's um, get into it. Before we jump that far into it, though, okay. I want to know. Um, I'm doing weird things with my hands in you the are. studio. I'm, <laughs> I don't I'm know what's happening right now. Not sure what's um, going on, but it's okay. Uh, so what do you know about? What, what did know? you know about Kurt Warner going into this movie? Um, I knew he played for the uh, Arizona Cardinals. Okay. At some point. At some point. Yeah. Um, I knew that he was an outspoken Christian. Okay. 
And I knew that he played football. Okay. And that he was a quarterback. Okay. American football. American football. Okay. <laughs> yes. And that was about it. That was it. Okay. That was about it. I didn't I didn't know a whole lot. So the storyline behind this, you had not a whole lot of backstory. You just not knew a whole lot. Outspoken Christian, American football quarterback. Mm-hmm. That's that's just about he, it. He was and pretty Cardinals. good. Yeah. Yeah, at some point he at was. At some point he was, he was, he was good. Yeah. Um <laughs> Okay. Yeah. What did you know about him? I, I knew uh, quite a bit more uh, because. <laughs> okay. Well, of course you did. Well, okay. I was in college when they won their Super Bowl. Oh, gotcha. Okay, and I was. I in, was still in high school. So. <clears throat> and that's a show. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I'm not sure what year that was. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> anyway, so I think you were. So. Um, <laughs> So we were in a touring choir that went around and sang in different people's churches, yeah. and we sang in Kurt Warner's church. Oh, that's cool. So, th- so that yeah. was that was cool. So he's he's heard me sing. He has heard you sing. Just me. Just you. <laughs> Nobody else heard me sing. Uh, so he he's heard me. Sing. But we so we sang in Kurt Warner's church. Um, we, so I was more aware of him in the St. Louis Rams days. Okay. Um, and, and again, so it's so topical because this weekend the Rams, I mean, come on, I mean, it's LA Rams. They lost they, their way. They, they don't love yeah. Jesus anymore, but, uh, but, uh, Still. yeah. So same franchise, just right. a different city. Uh, I also knew that he had adopted his kids. And mm-hmm. so there was a, that, that these are things that I just kind of knew about yeah. from beforehand. So I did not know the story of how he and Brenda met. Right, and so that that was a lot of fun. So let's just uh, let's get into the movie. Um, as is our custom, do you have a uh, like a synopsis or something? I do. All right, you ready? <clears throat> yeah. American Underdog tells the inspirational true story of Kurt Warner, who went from a stock boy at a grocery store to a two-time NFL MVP, Super Bowl champion, and Hall of Fame quarterback. The film centers on Warner's unique story and years of challenges and setbacks that could have derailed his aspirations to become an NFL player. But just when his dreams seemed all but out of reach, it is only with the support of his wife, Brenda, and the encouragement of his family, coaches, and teammates that Warner perseveres and finds the strength to show the world the champion that he already is. This is uh, the greatest show uh, not, not, not the other one. Not the other greatest show. No, no, that's just the name of this. Um, can I tell you? Can I just tell our listeners something? We don't, we don't plan this. No, you pick out the music. Sure. I find the thing, and we just it just always it always fits. works. It's just so it good. always works. It's a little kismet there. So Jill had uh, Jill's been begging me to go see. This I know. Movie. I've heard her. Uh, when are we doing this? When are we doing it? Yeah. So, so we got to watch this together. We we That's snuggled right. up on the couch and and watched this movie. And um, she had some thoughts. I made notes as she spoke. Okay. So we we kind of uh, I'll tell you some of Jill's thoughts on this movie. Um, she had no clue who Kurt Warner is. She didn't really understand like football uh-huh. as much. She's you know especially late nineties <laughs> football. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So why was she so excited to see it? I think that. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know, <laughs> you know, fa- kind of a faith-based movie that she's heard about in football. And yeah. these are things that dad might care about. I think maybe, that yeah, maybe it's just that. more about watching it with you. Yeah. Having, okay. I, I don't know. I could that. ask her, but, uh, but she was, I was like, Oh, 
baby, they called this the greatest show on turf. She was like, what? <laughs> <clears throat> she kind of looked at me and, she, and I was like, like the ring, you know how like the, the circus is called the, the greatest show on earth. She was no. And I was like, Oh, ringling brothers. And she, um, no, I realized that she is so young that the circus, cause they don't have circus anymore. No. Like, cause animals and what animal Peta Peta came got involved. So, uh, so yeah, so she, she just didn't, uh, but they call it the greatest show on turf. And so, yeah. uh, that's why I picked that song. All right. So this is an Irwin brothers movie. Yes. Not a Kendrick brothers Not movie. Kendrick brothers. I think we should do a, uh, a Christian cage match. Uh, <laughs> Irwin brothers versus Kendrick brothers. <laughs> I can go ahead and tell you who's going to win. Well, but they, let's just say let's, it for let's the see next if it play, Let's see if it plays out. Let's see if it plays out. Um, the biggest difference, I think, between an Irwin Brothers movie and a Kendrick Brothers movie is that four minutes into this movie, there's a swear. Yes. I was like, oh, that's cuss word. Okay. I mean, it didn't bother me. No, me either. I mean, I've heard you say way worse. I mean, I've said way worse. <laughs> All right, so tell me what's going on in this movie. What you have notes? I want to. I want to know your notes. Well, so my the first thing I wrote down was uh, because I think it's the opening scene mm-hmm. or just about the opening scene uh, is Kurt Warner, who's played by Zachary Levi. Yeah, who I'm a fan of, by the way. I love Zachary Levi. Love him. What's your favorite thing that he's in? Well, I, I think probably my favorite thing for him was. Uh, tangled. He okay. was Flynn Rider. He was fantastic Absolutely. as the voice of Flynn Rider. Um, He's been a good voice. He was the voice of something in the star too, wasn't he? He was. What was uh, it? I don't know. Joseph. I think Joseph. Let's just say Maybe it was Joseph. Joseph. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's probably. By the way, Jinx. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> what was the name? What was the name of that movie? That TV show that Chuck. he was in? Chuck. That's yeah. it. Yeah, Chuck. Yeah. I'm a huge Chuck Mark, dude. Yeah. I love Chuck. So yeah. good. Oh, man. I may have to watch that. It's been a while. Yeah. 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 And that, it's, it's you can definitely find that on Peacock or whatever now. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, he's been, he was, his big movie that he's known for is Shazam. Yeah. 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 Um, Entangled, obviously. Sure. But yeah. I mean, I guess that's about it. I mean, yeah. he's been in a few other things. Marvelous Miss Maisel. He's yeah. really good in that. You, you've never seen this one? Marvelous Miss No, Maisel. I haven't. Yeah. It's on my list to yeah. watch because I've heard it's you. really good. It's good. But I just, I never have. So, so, anyway. so you see Zachary Levi for the first time. And we're, let me just, I'm just going to ask setting things. And we're, yeah. we're not going to spend an hour and a half going over this movie. You can watch the movie an hour and a half. But there's a couple things that were kind of big takeaways for me. Yeah. You see him and where is he when you first meet him? He is playing football. Play- oh, well. When you meet Zachary Levi, Zachary Levi, yeah, the yeah, opening yeah. scene, I guess, is is he's also playing football. He's throwing a kid. football, yeah, yeah, kid. But um, yeah, he's playing football at where? Uh, University of Northern Iowa, something like that. Yeah, you and I. So here's my thing, though. Yeah. At first, I thought he was supposed to be playing in high school because the voiceover is talking about all the high school players, sure, that play football, and that there's like right a, a million, one point five million that play yeah. football. And like less than 5% of that are going to play in college. And then less than 1% of those are going to go into the NFL. Right. So he pops up on screen and I went, first of all, he doesn't look like a teenager playing Thank you football. so much. <laughs> he looks 48 years old. I'm like, goodness gracious. Zachary Levi is old. Holy crap. He is so old. When did that happen? 
I literally had to look up how old is Zachary Levi. Did you do this? No, I didn't, but I was about to now. He's currently 41 years old. What? Yeah, Zachary Levi is 41 years old. And he is, we meet him, and he is supposed to be 24 at this yeah, point. Yeah, he's, he's a fifth-year senior. Fifth-year senior. I mean, I looked up Kurt Warner when they, he was a fifth-year senior, 24 yeah. years old. I wrote down uh, Zachary Levi as a 22, 23-year-old question mark. <laughs> yeah, 41 years old. He don't look like a 22, 24. He does not. So let's let's just address this as well. <laughs> we We eventually meet Anna Paquin, who plays Brenda, and I think... She also looks 48. Yes, she, she does. And I'm like, okay, it makes sense that they look the same age. Uh-huh. At this point, she is um, 28 in the movie. Okay. Okay. Brenda so is, Brenda is, is 28, 28 okay. whenever they meet. Um, but Anna Paquin's actually only 39. I don't know why they aged them up. I feel like <laughs> they probably should have aged them down what? a decade. Why? They Why just do they look both old. look so old? Yeah, I, it's not a flattering haircut for Anna Paquin. No, it's not. No. I do want, I, I, we understand that they're trying to be um, faithful to the source material <laughs> and the fact that yeah. uh, Brenda has, has short hair mm-hmm. or did at the time. Uh, looks great on Brenda. It does. Brenda's a smoke show. <laughs> Let's just be honest. Kurt, there's a reason Kurt Saar in the tight jeans poster was like, yes, I, I get it. But did you? Well, he saw her on the dance floor yeah. and she caught his eye. And I was thinking, why did that catch her eye? Yeah, yeah. Um, Which is kind of mean against Anna Paquin. She grew on me. in the At the beginning of the movie, I was like, ooh, I'm not sure about this. So what do you know Anna Paquin from? <laughs> Isn't she a vampire or something? She's a, uh, She is Sookie in True Blood. Yes, she is. <laughs> She's who the, now? Sookie. Uh, her name is uh, Sookie. And uh, the main vampire in okay. True Blood is Bill. And she goes, Bill, you're, va- you're a vampire. Your name is Bill, you know. But uh, he's all like broody and everything. Mm-hmm. He'd look at it and go, suck it. <laughs> and uh, I've never seen that show. <laughs> you shouldn't. I'm going to let you know. Gonna. You'll get 10 minutes in and go, nah. I don't think you get past. Not for me. Hey, real talk. I don't think you'd get past the opening credits. What what happens in the opening credits? I don't want to know. Podrishners, if you guys want to let her know, I'm not going to. I think it would be unkind. Um, I don't think you get past the opening credits. So that's my thing is that Anna Paquin has not necessarily been known for like faith-based films. No, <laughs> no, no, she hasn't. In fact, what what are, so I knew she was a vampire. She's not a vampire. Oh, she's not a vampire. No, she in just True falls Blood. in love with it. She yeah. falls, okay. Yeah, she's a bartender. Oh, in True Blood Natch. she is? Yeah. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's, uh, let's see, what are some other things that she's been in that people may know? Uh, she's actually been in several things with Zachary Levi, which is probably why they... That, I mean, it could her. it, it yeah. could be that the biggest thing that you may know her from it, for our Podrishners is that she played uh, Rogue in the early X-Men series. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that, that's probably it. Um, I mean, there's probably bigger things that you could say that she was in, but for the, for the most part, that's it. (laughs) I'm looking at her uh, filmography right now and I'm not, uh, she was in, she's all that. Was she in, she's all that. Yeah. She must have had a small part. Mackenzie Seiler was her character's name. I don't even remember. Um, Hey, can we, can we just talk about she's all that for a second? 
uh, this was right around the time Kurt Warner was winning a Super Bowl. <laughs> yes. uh, <laughs> you were in college. I was in high school. Yes. I, I was I was just graduating high school whenever She's All That came out. Uh-huh. And um, I just want to tell you that Rachel Lee Cook is still my crush. I don't oh. know what she's doing nowadays, but if y'all know her, just I'm just saying. Just like, let I, her know. Yeah, let her know. For, tell her, for tell sure. her to listen to the show. Yeah. Grow yeah. the show. Grow the show <laughs> specifically. Hey, can we get like a campaign going to have Rachel Lee Cook on the show? Sure. Yeah. I don't I know what we'd talk about, but yeah. I'll also, dude, uh, let's not lie. I, I'd love to have Freddie Prince Jr. on the show. I mean, listen. Did you know he wrote for the WWE? He was like a writer. He was a writer? Writer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he was in like the office writing storylines for wrestling. Oh my gosh. Yeah. How does one get into that field specifically? Well, also, first of all, your dad WWE has... storylines? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, first of all, your dad has to be super famous and then get <laughs> you into the business. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Is his dad a wrestler? No. Oh, no. Okay. His... Freddie Prince? You don't know Freddie... Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah. And then Freddie Prince Jr. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Well, it sounded like you were saying that he was in the wrestling. Oh, I didn't world. mean that. I didn't mean that business. I'm sorry. I yeah. meant like just the acting business. Gotcha. Got, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And so, uh, yeah, build yeah, yeah. a name. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're on the same page. Cool, okay. Cool. Cool. So cool. let's, uh, let's circle back around to, back to the movie. Okay. Rachel Lee Cook, watched. super hot. Um, and then, oh, that's not what we were no, talking about. We were Anna Paquin. Um, not, I, she creeps me out. Is that okay? No, it's fine. I'm trying to figure out a way to say it without having to bleep it, but I'm just going to have to bleep it. It's hard for me to watch this movie having seen True Blood and I've seen her (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I'm like, yeah, it's just. Yeah, just bleep it. (laughs) Yeah, I'll just bleep it. Sounds good. All right. So. Seen her beep. It's yeah. gonna be fun. Yeah, it's gonna be great. I'm gonna um, have multiple people calling me, going, "What is what that is scene? <laughs> and, and all and all fairness, uh, this is a series that I did watch with Julie, so this isn't you know like a, a by myself situation. <laughs> well, well <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to recover from this. Okay, well, somebody else who's also in this movie is Adam Baldwin, who plays his uh, his college coach. Um, and I was like, wait a minute, is that? Casey from Chuck? It is. This is somebody who also was in Chuck. He was the 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 mean gruff yeah. spy. Yeah. Great how great this, addition. No. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking. Yeah. So um we find out that Brenda in the movie is divorced. She's got uh, she's got two kids. Two kids, yeah. Um she was a Marine straight out of straight out yeah. of high school. She's a bit of a bad a, Yeah, she really is. Uh met a Marine. Fell mm-hmm. in love. Which that, is the plan that she had. That's what she that's wanted. What she and then that Marine ended up leaving her, mm-hmm. like cheating on her and doing that whole thing. So she tells a little bit of her faith story in this. And uh, at point of reference, her oldest son, Zach, is mm-hmm. blind, has some developmental issues, mm-hmm. finds out you know how this happened. It's kind of dark. We're not going to talk about it. I remember praying and praying and begging God to just save my baby boy. So the doctor told me they'd never walk yet. They'd never talk and now I can't get them to stop. 
So a little bit about like that she he'd was. Never be a black truck driver. Um, that's someone who drives black trucks. Not, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he wants to be a black truck driver. Um, but uh, you see kind of this faith story of like he's a miracle, her son's a miracle, she prayed for him, those types of things. And so there's this faith thing that kind of exists yeah, there. Just kind of there under under the surface. Yeah. It's, not, it's not super in your face yet. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about Zachary Levi again. Okay. Can we talk about the way that he looks when, like the look on his face when she's talking right yeah. here? Is it just me or does he always look just a little bit confused? Not necessarily about faith. I just mean like in general. Yeah, and he's got a little bit of dumb face. Yeah, he's, he's got, got a little, got a little bit dumb, dumb face. Yeah, oh. which which isn't the case. Like in in Chuck, he always looked like he knew what was going uh-huh. on. Um, but he's he kind of consistently has a little bit of dumb football player face. Um, <laughs> It's true. It is. And I'm not saying that Kurt Warner had dumb face. I'm saying that's how Zach Levi has chosen to play this. Yeah. One of the things that I do appreciate, though, is mm-hmm. that uh, Kurt's got that salesman swagger mm-hmm. in this movie. Yeah. Like, he is just super confident. Yeah. Like, um, just makes, just, he assumes the yes. That yes, he Everything's going to happen. Everything's going to work out. He is a, uh, uh eternal optimist. Mm-hmm. Kind of na- naively so. Yes. It's like he um, it doesn't grate on your... He's not obnoxious about it. Correct. It's like, just swagger. It's just swagger. It's it's kind of charming. Yeah. Um, I will say my favorite line in the movie is... Um, so... Oh, it's coming up actually right here. Oh. Make out with a future professional athlete. It was better before you said that. How, how's it feel to make out with a future professional athlete? <laughs> She's like, uh, it was better before you said that. Yeah. That I wrote that down. That is my... Favorite line in the entire movie. That's great. Because, and he's just like, all right. And uh, just keep, you yeah. know, so great. I mean, he's a 23-year-old man. Yeah. Yeah. With, in a 48-year-old body. In a 48-year-old body. <laughs> uh, so he he gets an agent. He He's mm-hmm. uh, trying to get drafted. Uh, the 94 draft comes and goes, yeah. and he does not get drafted. No. But he does get a phone call. He does. It's a phone call from the Green Bay Packers. Yes. And uh, they've want they want him to come try out, mm-hmm. and so he gets his five thousand dollars signing bonus, and he goes and buys himself a green GMC Jimmy. Yeah, <laughs> it's green. It's green for the Green Bay Packers. For the Green Bay, pa- get it? Do you get it? It's get green. It. Like it's he, green. They made it. They made it very apparent. Yeah. Um, and so uh, he he goes all the way out there, and uh, <laughs> um, they call him in, like you know. 13, come on in. Yep. He's redshirted, so he's trying out. And he's like, I, I don't know the plays yet. Like, you got to give me till tomorrow. And that was it. That was mm-hmm. his one shot. That was your one shot. And he goes back and he starts questioning God. That's when I started making notes. <laughs> because, I mean, he's sitting there going, Packers for life, Packers for life, Packers for life. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't. Things don't happen the way exactly that he thought it was going to happen. Right. And he immediately questions God. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate this. Yeah. Do you know why I appreciate this? Tell me. <clears throat> Isn't this what we as immature Christians do all the time? Question God? It didn't go the way I wanted mm-hmm. it to go. I, I'm not a Green Bay Packer for life. This, this God, you must have done something wrong. Right. It, this is something that drives me crazy about evangelicals. When you look at a lot, a lot, most of evangelicals, they don't see 
the goodness of God in the moment. So they think God doesn't exist anymore. Right. They don't realize that the journey is still playing through. Okay. Here's, here's a through line wrestling. You ready? Yeah. That, um, the storyline that is going on today is the exact same storyline that Bruno San Martino started however many years ago. It's the same storyline that went through Hulk Hogan and went through the ultimate warrior and went through NWO and went through the, the attitude era. There are some people who are so with me, but it's the same storyline. <laughs> not in this room, by the way, not in this room, but there are people that um, it's the same storyline and there's ups and there's downs and there's people that love it. And there's people that hate it. And the people that love today hate tomorrow. And the people that love tomorrow hate today. Like it's just, mm-hmm. it's just the way, it's just the way that goes in. And so, what I'm saying is, is like the story keeps changing. Mm-hmm. It's not over. It never stops. Yeah. That's kind of the way eternity works mm-hmm. is that the story never stops. The Bible literally says all things work together mm-hmm. for the good of those who love Christ Jesus and are called according to his purpose. It doesn't mean that all things are good. Right. Sometimes things freaking suck. Yeah. Sometimes things are bad and don't go the way you want it. Yeah. Sometimes you run out of gas on a frozen road and have to run three miles back to town in the middle of the snow and almost kill your family. Right. Which, by the way, happens in this movie. Yes. And that was kind of his bottom of the barrel moment. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, it was just one of those things where it hit me so hard because of conversations that I've recently had that it's like... Life sucks and is hard, and you want God to show you why it's why it sucks and why it's hard. And instead, what He asks you to do is to keep going. Yeah. But so many people say, "Well, because I don't know the way out, I'll just stop here." Yeah. And that's where death comes. Well, and it, <clears throat> for me, I, I think, and I told someone this the other day, I am very pragmatic when it comes to. Uh, to some things and sometimes those things that you are dealing with, they're just a part of life. And if you can't, if you can't recognize that, then you're going to feel like everything isn't an attack. Yeah. An attack from the enemy an attack from somebody. You're going to be looking for a demon around every corner. And sometimes it's just life. We live in a fallen world where sin is entered and therefore death has entered and there's sickness and there's death and there's, Things that just suck, like you said. And it's not a personal attack. Right. It doesn't mean that God has lifted his hand or his favor from you or his grace from you. Those things are still available to you. In fact, they're available to you to get you through these things that suck. (laughs) And so if you turn your back on him now and you uh, uh, ignore his hand of grace, if you ignore his his hand of favor, then it's just going to get worse. God gives you grace to do things that you can't do on your own. Absolutely. There's great. And and so sometimes that grace looks like hardship. Sometimes that grace looks like challenges. Sometimes that grace is you going through the suck because without his grace, you're still going to go through the suck. Yeah. Something that people don't understand is that trauma is trauma. Mm-hmm. Everybody's trauma is different. Kurt Warner's trauma is way different than Brenda's trauma. Yeah. They're two vastly mm-hmm. different traumas that are happening here. And so 
the truth is, is that at the end of the day, the grace exists to get through those. Yeah. And sometimes God brings other people in your life to help you with that. Absolutely. So anyway, that, that was just kind of the big thing that stood out to me. They hit a very low point. Mm-hmm. He's at a gas station buying food with food stamps. Yeah. And sees an application, like a now hiring sign, and he gets a job at a grocery store stocking shelves. Yeah. Third shift, right? And he's laying down with Zach and um, Brenda comes in and uh, Zach is the boy. Sorry, not yeah. Zachary Levi. Zach, yeah, the, the Zach son. is the son. <laughs> um, and, uh, and he tells her like, hey, I got a job today. She's like, oh, okay. And yeah, third shift doing this. And he says, you know what they say? Sometimes you got to do what you got to do until you can do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there next to to Jill and she goes, nobody says that. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, you're you're exactly right. Nobody nobody says that. <laughs> I've never heard that before. <laughs> never have. But they should because it's, it's good, the truth. It's a good saying. We we've all been there. But she's like, nobody says that. That's not something somebody says. I love her. It's great. She's so funny. So one of the things that I really appreciate about uh, this movie is that they show that Kurt stays in shape. He's like, he he's still running. He's still trying to be prepared for next season. Whenever next season comes around, he's throwing footballs. He's doing all yeah. the things. Um, and I wrote down, he was cleaning his nets. Yeah. You know, like he, he was just being ready for mm-hmm. whatever happens whatever next. Comes. And, uh, and that's where, that's when we get introduced to arena football. <laughs> yes. Jill goes, what's arena football? And I go, well, like football is played in stadiums uh-huh. and arena football is played in uh, arenas. <laughs> and I just kind of like made my hands smaller. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was like, there's no out of bounds. You just like run into a wall. She's like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird. Basically. It's like rather than 100 yards, like 50 yards. And it's like, it's just fast paced. You just go, 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 go. And uh, it's kind of crazy. Like people, people get, you don't have to be like really good. You just kind of like keep going. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, okay. quick. Um, we didn't know that we were going to get to see that later. Uh-huh. Uh, but, but we absolutely were. And it was in arena football that there was a, another phrase that I wrote down. He says, it's not about what you achieve. It's about what you become. Hmm. And for a three, that's really difficult. Yeah. Uh, you are about the goal setting and meeting those goals and yeah. then making another goal and achieve. meeting that goal. Achieve. Yeah. That's, that's achieve. really. And by achieving, I become something. Mm. And that's, that's, that's hard because um, I should have learned the first time I got laid off and the second time I laid off <laughs> that uh, what I do <laughs> is not necessarily who I am. Yeah. And doesn't so, define you. Yeah. 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 So that was a, that was a good reminder. Well, what I what I appreciated about this whole like segment, this whole montage or whatever you want to call it, is <clears throat> so at this point, let's go ahead and talk about it. They are living together. Yeah, they're not married. Right the, at this point, how you know it's not a Kendrick's brother movie? Absolutely, at least okay. one besides yeah. the cuss word in the first. Uh, uh, four minutes and out, lots of alcohol. Oh yeah, there's lots of booze lots of in beer, <laughs> lots of beer. Because America, America, and have, Iowa. Have you been to Iowa? <laughs> like, there's not much. To there's do, only I don't one think. way to live through there. <laughs> hey, just kidding. Love you guys. <laughs> yeah. Do we have any listeners? Uh, Let me look. No, I don't think so. <laughs> hey, screw you, Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> Forget you. Um, Grow but- <laughs> the show in Iowa, unless unless Rachel Lee Cook is in Iowa, in which case, oh, hit me up. <laughs> 
hope you're listening. Hope you're listening. Um, so in this, he has moved in. Now, her parents were living there. Yeah. And he's moved in. He's helping take care of the kids because she's going to school. To be a nurse. To be a nurse. Which and which is a lot. Let's just talk about it. nursing school is tough. Um, he's working graveyard shift. They are... So he gets approached uh, by the the guy who created Arena Football. Right. And he had recently moved back to Iowa to create a team in his home state. And he wants Kurt Warner to come play for him. Well, he said that's for people that are circling the drain. Yeah. For football players that are circling the drain. This is like this is their last shot to, to play football, to do anything. And then that's when we see he they hit rock bottom. Yeah. And he goes and and borrows a gas can from a gas station, buys four dollars worth of gas, and he says, "I'm going to do this. Yeah, I'm going to do this for you and the kids." And he moves to Des Moines and he starts playing arena football. He's not great at it at first because he's used to playing college ball, college ball. Yeah, but he's doing it and he's sending his money home to Brenda and the kids because he's literally just doing this right. to take care of them. Yeah. And then he finds out in a game that for every touchdown he gets, he gets a hundred dollars. And he's like, "Wait, what is this?" He goes, "Every touchdown you get, you get a hundred dollars." He goes, "You're paying me for touchdowns? Yeah, and to win, read your contract. <laughs> Teach him to read. Um, that's called motivation, right? And it worked. It did work. That Joker got good. He got like seven Real touchdowns quick. in one game. Yeah, he he's was- like seven hundred dollars done. <laughs> so, um. So the problem is mm-hmm. that him and Brenda then have to be apart from each other. Right. And anytime you grow and you're not together, there's a risk that you grow apart. Mm-hmm. And Brenda was a little bit scared, a little bit of PTSD from, from her previous. You know, yeah. And, uh, and so she shows up and is just like, you need to, I want you to chase your, chase your dreams. Just not with me. Right. Which I didn't understand that statement. Well, I mean, I I understand that she was protecting herself. She's yeah, putting her guard up. That's all it was. That's all it was. But also, I, I was sitting here, and maybe I was just on his side because I like Zachary Levi. Sure. But I was like, he's he's proving himself. He he is, but also, I mean, he's as as a gentleman who does travel for work mm-hmm. and who has gotten phone calls from his family while he's at a party. Mm. This ha- this happens. Mm-hmm. And that party is part of my job. I'm taking clients out to dinner or something along those lines. Um, it, it does, it, it can be a little bit demotivating or thinking that there's, that there's some separation there. Right. And he hasn't committed himself to her yet. Right. So if you're not going to be around, I don't really need you here. Just, just let me know. Let, let me know. And it's like, so you think we're going to break up later? So we're breaking up now, by the way. Yeah. That's kind of how it works. I mean, I mean, yeah. if we're, if we're not going to be together, she's got kids, she's got other things to think about. Um, but, uh, but, uh, some there's a tragedy happens mm-hmm. and that is the, uh, the tornado that rips through Mountain View, Arkansas. And they showed Mountain View, Arkansas. And I go, Oh my gosh, that was a terrible tornado. Yeah. And Jill's like, what? I was like, the fact that I remember that tornado means like it was mm-hmm. a big, big deal. Um, so some stuff happens there. He shows up and she just says, I'm going to remember this moment for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. If you're not going to be part of the rest of my life, I need you to not be a part of this moment, mm. which is very emotionally aware. Yeah. Very emotionally aware. Uh, and he's like, no, I'm going to be here. Yeah. And um, they end up, you know, proposing and get married and doing all that stuff. 
like oh. real quick. All that stuff. Yeah. Um, also, something that happens real quick is her hair grows out real fast for the <clears throat> wedding. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. How, how did that happen? Because he proposed and they got married before the um, Pro Bowl for, yeah. or, or whatever it's called for the, the Arena, arena Bowl. Yeah. Arena Bowl. Um, and her hair was already like, I don't know, two and a half, three inches longer. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, I Listen, the wig work was, it took some liberties. <laughs> they did. In this. Like, so I don't understand the timing. During the proposal, mm-hmm. Jill, uh, Jill just kept saying, stop talking about football. <laughs> stop talking about, you're proposing, stop talking about football. Stop, I love her. Stop talking about She's football. so fantastic. And then like the, the sign, you know, will you marry me? And, and then she goes, finally, golly. She just. Uh, notes to uh, any of Jill's future uh, boyfriends. Just get to the point. Just get to the point. To the she point. doesn't care. She, she doesn't want to know about it. There. Um, and then in the wedding, uh, the, the kids are calling Kurt daddy. Ugh. And I, I looked at Jill and said, I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> Listen, let's go ahead and just get this out there. Yeah. This is my favorite genre of movie anyway. Yeah. Feel, oh, good, oh, feel, a, good, sports. feel good sports movie. And for then you sure. throw in all of that like extra emotional yeah, yeah. stuff. I'm like, you got to stop. Because this is this is the story, right? So they get to the arena bowl. They don't win. They, they, they fall short by a yard. And I, I really loved how for the first time in the movie, they're able to kind of tie in real footage from ESPN mm-hmm. and the movie and how they did a really good job of matching up move so for great. move and, yeah. and, and play for play. They did a great job there. He gets recruited by the Rams mm-hmm. and uh, which, which is what happens. Um, POD is playing. I'm just saying like, I was like, here comes the boom. I was trying to figure out. I was like, I know this song. Yeah, Who is it, this? It was P.O.D. for sure. Um, Dennis Quaid shows up as, Finally. Uh, as Coach Dick Vermeil. He's got like third billing. Like, seriously, <laughs> last 45 third, minutes. Yeah, it's third act before he shows up. Um, and uh, and so he, uh, nobody wants him. Nobody wants Kurt. He's old. He's yeah. been out of the game for so long. And Dick says something that's great. I wrote it down. It says, mm-hmm. uh, Character translates everywhere. Oh, man. I like his character. I he like goes, this kid. I like him. Yeah. I like him. So uh, he, and by the way, like Dick Vermeil had been out of coaching for like 14 years. Everybody thought mm-hmm. that he was washed up. Um, but he said, there's, there's something special about you. And I'm, I'm excited to find out what it is. And he gets put through the paces and all that stuff. So um, this is when I kind of knew, I knew this part of the story forward. Gotcha. So I stopped taking notes because like, I know this part. Uh-huh. And it, was, it, it was good stuff. What, what were your takeaways from this third act here? Um, well, I just, so I really struggled with the uh, of, uh, offensive coordinator. Is that what his? Or I think he was a quarterback coach. Quarterback coach. Um, his, his name is Mike Martz. Mm-hmm. And the way he acted about Kurt Warner really got to me. Yeah. But then, of course, he's the one that, as soon as he walked into his office and he was like, tell me why I should put you in. Yeah. So they go, they go ahead and offer him uh, the job as second string, I guess is that, or backup yeah. quarterback. Yeah. Backup quarterback. Um, And then the, like the first game of the season, yeah, Trent Green goes down, Trent Green goes down yeah. and he's hurt. He's out for the rest of the season. Right. And then we got to get a new QB. We got to get, a yeah, new we got to get. And so everybody, 
for everybody, like ESPN commentators, everybody was just expecting them to trade Kurt Warner for somebody else. Right. And they didn't. No. And Do you think, I mean, this is how it actually went down, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, this is what was on ESPN. They have live clips of people That's like so great uh, of actual things. And so he gets out there and his first drive, he's doing really good and he throws mm-hmm. an interception. And then, uh, they, they showed this, uh, this interaction between him and that QB coach, mm-hmm. um, from the booth. Here we go. Yeah, coach. Kurt, listen to me. You know, I was so hard on you. I put all that pressure on you. I had to know that you were ready. Had to be sure. And guess what? You are. I never would have put you on that field if I didn't fully believe you were a champion. And you get back out there and you get this job done. Let's go. Let's get after it. Yes, sir. And coach. Thank you. And the Kurt goes on to uh, not only win the game, but also become the MVP of the season. Yep. As a rookie, <laughs> he uh, he uh, goes on to win the Super Bowl. He goes on to be in the Hall of Fame. He was <laughs> like, well. He was MVP, Super Bowl MVP. MVP, MVP Super Bowl MVP. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of show the the actual clips at the end of him um, thanking. Like I thank my teammates, I thank my family, but most of all, I thank him, my Lord and Savior up above. Mm-hmm. And then they show a clip from his Super Bowl speech, or not, sorry, his Hall of Fame induction speech, where he thanks Jesus, mm-hmm. and it's just, it's just this beautiful moment of just like a man of faith that has lived by faith, that is giving credit to his faith mm-hmm. for all of these things, even though. He literally was stocking grocery shelves. Oh my word. He was at the bottom of the barrel. Man, it's just it just goes back to where I was saying earlier. It's just like if you're living through crap, keep living. Yeah. Get through the crap. Mm-hmm. There's something good on the other side. If it ain't good, it ain't over. Yeah. That's how it goes. Yeah. So anyway, that's that that was just kind of uh oh here's the here's the clip here. MVP, what message does it send to people? I thank all the players, all the coaches, my family, everybody for believing in me, and uh I gotta give the praise and glory to my Lord and Savior up above. And we're world champions. How about the Rams? So and then you see is uh Brenda with the short hair again, yeah. works on her, not works, on her not so much. Um what I love about Kurt Warner, first of all, let me just go ahead and say the casting was spot on. Zachary yeah. Levi as Kurt Warner Did was great. so great. He sounded just like him when when the speech started there and it was Kurt Warner actually speaking. I'm like, man, he really nailed a good it. Job. Yep. Um, but what I love about the character of Kurt Warner is he's just kind of a down to earth guy. Yeah. And he is what? What do they say that he is considered to be the best undrafted NFL player? Yeah, he ended up playing how many years? Like twelve seasons or I, something yeah, like that. Yeah, he played a lot. And he's just—he just seems so down to earth, just a normal guy yeah. who's good at football. But he's good because he—he he practiced. He's yeah. good because he made himself that way. And then. They adopted a bunch more kids. Yeah, like they, seven. Yeah, they got ten seven kids. Um, I don't know if any of those are 
actual natural childbirth between the two of them. I think that they had just adopted a bunch of people. Yeah. But, you know, again, like that speaks to his faith because mm-hmm. we're adopted. Mm-hmm. Like God adopts us into his family. Yeah. And so it's he's living picture. out his faith yeah. of adopting other people. So it's just, it's just, a, I really, really enjoyed it. I paid $20 for it. Mm-hmm. And I told Jill, I was like, you want to watch it again? Go for it. Yeah. I, I don't mind at all. I'll go ahead and answer the question. What I show it to my kids. I'm, she wanted to watch it. We did that. And they have access to watch anytime they want to. What about your parents? Are you going to show this movie to your parents? Absolutely. I told mom, because uh, I, I was at my parents' house when I was watching it. Yeah. And uh, my dad wasn't there. And so I ended up watching it on my computer instead, because I didn't want to I didn't want to buy it on their Prime account. <laughs> uh, I mean, I kind of did. Yeah, yeah, you could <laughs> but, probably should have. Um, but I told mom, she walked through at one point and I was laughing kind of, cause it, I mean, it's funny. It's got yeah, some really funny parts. parts. Yeah. And I said, this is a really good movie. I said, yeah. I'm going to make you guys watch. She goes, no, you're not. And I said, yes, I am. She goes, you can't make us. And I said, well, I'm, I'm going me. to. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I, as a matter of fact, I can. So yeah, I, I do plan on, on them watching this at some point. Cause That's I, th- I think they would both enjoy it. Um, cause they probably remember the beginning of the story. Like you do too. I yeah. was a little, I was a little too young, but here you go again <laughs> golly you know what get out of here um all right so a couple questions uh does this movie pass the Bechtel test i mean i guess i would say yes no in which in which way in where when are two females that, oh, that are yeah. not talking about a male character yeah you're right yeah okay so uh does it pass the black Bechtel test no two black people ever having a conversation about a non-white character about a Character yeah. that isn't white? No. No. I mean, there there weren't there was only one black character up until the end. Yeah. Very because <laughs> again, Iowa. Yeah, Iowa. Right. <laughs> I mean, and then you see Ray Lewis. So you're like, oh, well, there you go. <laughs> um okay, couple other questions. Let's let's kind of faith-based uh-huh. film uh checkbox here. I'm going off the top of my head. I don't have a check checklist in front of me. Sorry, guys. Um, is there a sermon at any point in this movie? No. Not really. Is there a church service anywhere no. in this movie? Okay, that's weird. Is there any, at any point someone reading a Bible? Not that I remember. Okay. Um, is there a magical black man in this movie? No. No, it comes in and solves problems. Uh-uh. I do love uh, HUD, his yeah. roommate, his college roommate was sure. fantastic. Not I magical though. Him. He d- he doesn't come in and fix all the problems. I mean, he is a he was doing line dancing, which I that's pretty impressive. <laughs> pretty mystical at that point. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so, wearing a belt buckle. <laughs> so really, um, other than the fact that the subject of the movie mm-hmm. is an outspoken believer, is this a Christian movie? I mean, not really. Right? It it, it really isn't because the, the faith is there but again it's always kind of under the surface right and really until the end when um he is giving his super bowl speech and he says i'm gonna thank my lord and savior up above that's i you don't really see i mean he prays a couple of times right but more out of desperation yeah I mean, there's not and he talks about the relation the the religion he calls he says to Brenda, you know, God and your religion are really important to you. And she goes, well, it's really more of a relationship. Right. And that's about, I mean, that's as deep as it gets. That's kind of it, right? Yeah. So um, as a reminder, this is done by the Irwin brothers. And so 
some of the movies that they've done. Um, the Jesus Music documentary, which we still haven't we reviewed. Haven't watched. Okay, we, we gotta, gotta watch do that. that. Okay, um, I still believe, mm-hmm. which was the story of Jeremy, Jeremy Camp. Camp. Okay, mm-hmm. which we did. We did watch. I can only imagine, which is the story of Mer- of whatever his name uh, is, Bart Millard. Millard. Yeah. Millard. I don't know how it's pronounced. We're going to say <laughs> Millard. Um, but also like Mom's Night Out, which. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That so was a fun movie. That was a fun movie. That yeah. wasn't necessarily faith based. But I think mm-hmm. I think that, again, they're doing a good job making good films yeah. that are consumable by everyone. Guys, this is what Christian filmmaking should be. Mm-hmm. We're not going to stray away from the difficult things and the way that they're able to get away with it. With stuff like this, how they're able to have swears, how they're able to have um, alcohol, how they're able to have um, non-married people living in the same house, Mm -hmm. how they're able to have these weird things happen is because it's based on a true story. Yeah. So that is a trope of Christian movies. Is it based Mm -hmm. on a true story? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, Does the movie end telling you with what happened to all the characters afterwards? Yes, yes, it does. Which I love. <laughs> so, it's one of my favorite parts. Thanks for putting a bow on this, guys. So, um, this, but this is what Christian filmmaking should be about. Mm-hmm. This is how they're able to get around it. Um, but at the end of the day, I think I think that's I think it's fine. I think it's fine. I do too. And, and like you said, there there wasn't any. I mean, you were fine with your kids watching it. Yeah. On their own, without you in the room, without right. yeah. I mean, there's nothing in it that would preclude children watching this. Right. Uh, there's a smoochy scene. Yeah, there there's some kissing. It, it, well, I mean, I saw way less of Anna Paquin in this movie <laughs> <laughs> than previous. Got yeah. it. So anyway, still not watching that show. Yeah, you shouldn't. Um, so that's kind of our feeling on this movie. I, I think it was. We think that it was good. We think that you should probably watch it. Not everybody felt that way. Here's an Amazon two star review. Focuses a lot more on the home li- home life, dramatic aspects than the sports aspects. Okay. Um, you just can't win with something. Like I, just, I want I want more stuff about football. It's not about not enough about football. I want no, just go yeah, watch football. Yeah, I mean, guys, there's Jeez. there's already been a thirty for thirty on this one. I'm sure. Like, go watch that. That's not what this is. This right. is the dramatic accent. This is what it is. This is based on his book that he wrote. Great story, but movie's basic. Okay, cool. Thanks, guys. You have any good, any positive or negative? Reviews? Well, I, I have one from uh, an IMDb user uh, okay. who gave a four out of ten. Uh, the subject is no intense drama, no jokes, only average actors starring in a really sentimental sports story. Only interesting for sports fans. Yeah, probably you need to be a sports fan to enjoy it, but you that's know okay. What? I, by, by the way, I don't think so. Maybe not to enjoy it. Maybe to want to watch it. Yeah, maybe, maybe yeah. To, to, to For it to get your interest. Right. But I mean, I think that because uh, Jill's not really into sports. I mean, she, then again, she's still at that age where everything she watches is good. You know what I'm saying? Why? Well, I'm kind of at that age too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although this show is is ruining ruining it for me. <laughs> I've watched so many bad movies that I can't I like I can't be that way anymore. I used to just give a free pass to every movie, and yeah, I can't. Anymore. You can't do that anymore. Um, but this person specifically didn't like the fact that his wife cried a lot, that Brenda cried a lot, <laughs> said, uh, "You know from the beginning this is the dude who's going to be successful in sports." Yes, you because you already know him. Yeah, this is history. It's not like, oh, what's going to happen? No, that's the thing. Are you really watching to see, like, is he going to be good at sports? You should already know that. If you don't, then... 
No, you, you're watching it to see how he got to the end of the story. Yeah. Golly. Yeah, and this person said, if she ain't crying, she's looking like she's selling Hallmark Christmas cards. Yeah. That's it. Crying yeah. wife scenes and sports scenes. Yeah. Wow, I don't know what else she wanted. Um, I also find it amusing when people put uh, warning spoilers. The spoiler is that this already happened. Yeah. We all saw it happen. Yeah. 20 okay. years ago. Good job. Good job, guys. Jeez. Oh man. Oh, well, th- those are those are some some other opinions on it. We I think that it was pretty good, and um, yeah, I did too. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'll, I might even watch it again. Who knows? Yeah. All right, let's get into the B. Oh no, not the bees! Not the bees! Ah! God shows off another perfect Wordle score. <laughs> Heaven. The Almighty posted his Wordle score in heaven once again this morning, racking up his 230th perfect guess in a row. God guessed the word in just one attempt again. A feat mathematicians are calling a statistical impossibility unless you're cheating or else, you know, you're God. Uh, Goodness gracious. So I I thought that you would really enjoy this because you apparently think that uh, cheating on Wordle is okay. Um, What was your score today? I don't know what what was your. I got four, four. Okay, uh, mine was uh, mine was five. I did um, irate. Okay. That's how I started with uh, Layton. After that, so I got an L A T, and then I was like, okay, let's see if we can get me moved around. And mm. it's stalk. After that, see if I could throw an S in there. Okay, thought that was a good one. That didn't work out. So bloat, and that's all of a sudden I started getting some. Yeah, I got close. Got got really close, and that's when I realized, ah. Oh, uh, aloft. aloft aloft what a weird word yeah so anyway hmm. so there you go you and your cheating with the wordle i don't che- why do you ke- why do you say that i cheat i don't know because i'm better than you because a couple things one um it bothers you <laughs> yeah, that's true and two it bothers you all right yeah, oh, no not the beast not the beast all right, what's your not for me this week? Uh, my not for me this week is similar to one I've had in the past, I think. But um, so with the ice this week, I decided to go stay with my uh, my mom. My dad was going out of town. I was like, if we're going to have another uh, ice storm like we did last February, I would just rather already be at her house when the electricity goes off. Yeah. And so I spent the last three nights at their house sleeping on a uh, air mattress. Awesome. It's, it's a really nice air mattress. I'm sure. That doesn't matter. Yeah. Three nights is at least two and a half nights too many. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. I can't, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. Air mattresses are no good. Oh my gosh. Um, the other night the kids wanted to watch a movie. It was, you know, like a Thursday or Friday night they didn't have school cause you know, whatever. And, uh, and so like, I'm like, yeah, let's lay, I'm, I'm, let's get on the couch and watch mm-hmm. a movie. And I, I kind of got into a reclined position, mm-hmm. which quickly became me. I'm just full laying on the couch. Y'all, uh-huh. y'all sit somewhere else I'm yeah, on the couch. This, this is my couch now. And I fall asleep, I don't know, around 7.45, 8 p.m. And, um, you know, uh, I am old. And so uh, so I woke up and the kids are asleep strewn about me. Mm-hmm. It's like 11.30. Yeah. And I'm like, it's that decision. Mm-hmm. This might actually be my not for me this week. The decision that you have to make Am I good here? Right. Can I go ahead and finish the night here? Should I finish 
the night here. Mm-hmm. I decided to not finish the night there. It's probably the good choice. And uh, I got up and went to bed, and then I was up till 3 a.m. Oh. And I realized I've made a poor choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anytime you just sleep and not your bed, like you gotta, I gotta make a decision. Mm-hmm. It's time to go to bed now. Yes. Um, I think it's time to go to bed now. Now. Like literally right now. That's yeah, a show. It is. It's time. <laughs> okay. But listen. <laughs> Our thoughts and opinions on this movie don't have to be the final word, dear listener. We'd no. like to hear your thoughts and opinions about this movie or anything else we talked about today. I mean, what do you think about Rachel Lee Cook? What's your score on Wordle? Are <laughs> yeah. you cheating like Seth is? I just think it's inappropriate. <laughs> you know I'm not cheating. You how, know I'm not cheating. How could I have such bad scores if I'm cheating? <laughs> All right, anyway. uh, grow the show. That's the best thing That's you can do. That's it. Tell us. Tell someone. <laughs> tell mean, Rachel Lee Cook. Tell Freddie Prince Jr. The state of Iowa. <laughs> the state of Iowa. All 12 of them. <laughs> Yikes. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. How, to, uh, how would people do that? Social media is at Dropping Sunday on all the things. Sunday on all the things. Tell your friends to listen and to subscribe because we'll be back next week next week we sure will be back maybe with another uh, movie I think so maybe. I don't also know. We'll next week is my birthday <gasps> oh happy well, okay next week very special show where Seth will forget and not do anything yeah until, woo! until then this is Seth this is Andrea and this is Dropping Sunday <laughs>